Welcome to the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. With Joey Harris. A podcast for the wrestling fan on the go. So take your favorite beverage of choice and join Joey as he takes a look at some of the biggest shows on the WWE Network. From makeshift studios deep in the heart of stately Maine Manor, this is the Cup of Joe Wrestling Show. I am your host, Joey Harris. You can follow the show's Twitter at Cup of Joe Pod. You can email the show at Cup of Joe Wrestling Show at gmail.com. And folks, I am back and raring to go and looking at a very pivotal year for me because it's the year I became a wrestling fan. And this time that we're looking at right here is right before I became a wrestling fan. And so it's interesting to me because I always like to know what was happening before I got into something. I've always been like that. So if I jump into, if if I show up to a movie and it's been going on for five minutes, I want to know what happened during that five minutes. If I jump into a TV show midway through the series I want to see the earlier episodes of the TV show. And I really wanted to do this with wrestling. But at the time, there was not a lot available to go and watch. And we didn't have cable. So it was interesting to get the network and go back and be able to see these shows as they originally were. Today, we're looking at Clash of the Champions 14 from WCW. Clash of the Champions 14 Dixie Dynamite took place on January the 30th, 1991 from the Georgia Mountain Center in Gainesville, Georgia. There were 2,200 in attendance and the show did a 3.9 rating on TBS. Opening credits with a JR voiceover of some of the matches coming up. This is a nice opening package graphics and video that they do here. Gary Michael Capetta announces the playing of the National Anthem. Jim Ross and returning booker slash commentator Dusty Rhodes welcome us to The Clash. Rhodes is pumped up and I'm sure that being back was like a breath of fresh air for him after being gone away for two years. They preview some of what we are going to see. Sting and Lex Luger versus Doom, Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons. Teddy Long is not there, but they don't know where he is. Reed and Sting start. A ghosting go chant goes out. The faces dominate as Luger tags in. Simmons is also in. Power versus power here. Luger hits a big suplex on Simmons. Simmons hits a stun gun on Luger. The heels are dominating Luger. Luger finally slams Simmons down, but Reed hits a shoulder block on Luger, knocking him towards Sting allowing Luger to tag. While Sting clings house, Dan Spivey comes out to attack Luger. Spivey then leaves. Doom misses Sting and hits the referee. Reed then throws Sting over the top rope for the disqualification. They continue to fight after the bell. Missy Hyatt reads the results of the Sexiest Wrestler Contest. The Z-Man is the winner. WCW Television Championship Match the Z-Man versus Bobby Eaton. 
Z-Man had actually lost the WCW TV Championship on January 7, 1991, but the match had not yet aired, so Zink was recognized as champion. Shoving match to start. An even pace match. Eaton works an armbar. Both are working a slow, styled match. Eaton hits a back elbow, but Z-Man slams him off the top rope. Eaton gets another back elbow and hits a knee from the top rope. Back and forth. Z-Man wins with a quick backslide. Alexander York says later tonight, we will see the newest member of the York Foundation. Tommy Rich and Alan Iron Eagle versus the Fabulous Freebirds, Michael Hayes and Jimmy Garvin. All faces to begin. The Freebirds come back with quick tags. Hayes with a headlock on Iron Eagle. It goes outside. Back in, Garvin continues to batter Iron Eagle, but misses a corner charge, and Iron Eagle takes over. The Freebirds try to come back. Iron Eagle does get the pin, but the referee doesn't see it. The Freebirds hit the double DDT and pin Iron Eagle. We then get a Wrestle War 91 ad. Jim Ross and Dusty Rhodes throw it to Tony Giovanni and Paulie dangerously. Paulie talks about his arm wrestling contest coming up. Rhodes needles him about it. This is of the time as they talk about Paulie going to lose to a girl, but it does not age well. Joey Maggs versus Sid Vicious. The crowd pops huge for Sid when he comes out. Vicious just brutalizes Mags. He hits a brutal powerbomb on him. The EMTs put Mags on the stretcher. Sid throws him off. Then we get a wrestling hotline ad. Tony Schiavone interviews Sid Vicious. Vicious says he smells the fear of everyone that they will be stretchered out via the powerbomb. Ricky Morton versus Terry Taylor. They start out with scientific moves. JR talks about the two being friends for a long time. Morton gets a headlock on. Taylor gets out of it. Morton hits a clothesline and Taylor rolls out of the ring to regroup. Back and forth. Alexander York comes to ringside. Taylor hits a forearm to the back and an insert promo from York says that Taylor is the newest member of the York Foundation. Morton pulls his knees up from a Taylor splash. Morton fighting back. Taylor drops down. And Morton hits the ropes and gets pinned. And in a few months' time, both participants in the match would be members of the York Foundation. A feature on the Japanese women who are going to be at Wrestle War. Bill Apter presents Sting with the 1990 Inspirational Wrestler of the Year Award. Then a feature on Sting. Dusty Rose says that the country is thankful for the men and women fighting in the Persian Gulf. Ranger Ross versus El Cubano. Ranger Ross is here because we are at war with Iraq. Cubano is David Canal, better known as the Cuban assassin Fidel Sierra. Inset promo of Ranger Ross sending his best to those serving. Cubano gets a little offense in, but Ranger Ross comes back with an armbar. Back and forth. Ross goes outside after Cubano. Ranger Ross wins with a sunset flip. Another Wrestle War ad. The Renegade Warriors, Mark and Chris Youngblood versus the Horsemen, Arn Anderson and Barry Windham. The Renegade Warriors attack at the start. Both Windham and Anderson are bumping for both of the Warriors. Chris gets a two count on Anderson. Windham tagged in. 
He gets battered and Anderson comes back in. Anderson hits a spine buster on Chris and then Wyndham back in. Wyndham hits a big DDT. Anderson back in with a headlock. Chris comes up with a knee from an Anderson splash. Mark comes in and cleans house. All four men then in. Wyndham hits Mark with a lariat and hits a superplex. Anderson gets the pin on Mark. Now, you get to see three things in this match. You get to see an Arn Anderson spinebuster, who, for my money, has the best spinebuster. You get to see a Barry Wyndham lariat, and especially a Barry Wyndham superplex. All three great things. Another Wrestle War ad. Tony Schiavone presents the footage of Stan Hansen and Big Van Vader from Japan and then talks to Stan Hansen. Hansen says that in the U.S., fans aren't prepared and used to that type of match, but they will get it at Wrestle War 91. Now, this was the tape trader's dream match back in the day. The big Stan Hansen Vader match with the eye coming out of the socket and all of that. It's huge in tape trader circles. And Hansen is right here. In the U.S., fans are not prepared and used to that type of match. And to me, that means that even more so their match at Super Brawl or at Wrestle War 91, rather, was a little disappointing. But we'll get there when we get there. Sergeant Buddy Lee Parker versus Brian Pillman. Pillman in firm control as Rhodes and Ross put him over on commentary. Pillman hits a flying head scissors and Parker goes to the outside. Back in, Pillman hits Parker on the outside with a crossbody from the top rope. Pillman then wins with another crossbody. A WCW official fan club ad. We then go to our arm wrestling match. Polly Dangerously versus Missy Hyatt. Rhubarb Jones is the special ring announcer for this match. Hyatt is extremely over with the crowd. Her outfit is all the way live, as Conrad Thompson likes to say, and Paul E. is distracted by her cleavage and loses immediately. I wouldn't mind losing like that, but I digress. The horsemen and some other heels are showing partying and eating dinner with Lawrence Taylor. A wrestling wrap-up magazine ad. WCW World Championship match. Ric Flair versus Scott Steiner with Rick Steiner. Flair comes out with a group of women. Hiro Matsuda is shown as a representative of New Japan Wrestling. Elegante is then introduced and he comes in and offers to shake Flair's hand. Flair refuses. Nick Patrick shows the title to the crowd as JR reminds everyone how Ric Flair won the title earlier in the month in the Meadowlands Arena. Dusty calls Flair the greatest champion ever and put Scott Steiner over as the future. Slow to start. They fill each other out. Scott has the power, but Flair is the wily veteran. Scott gets a two count with a side slam. Flair slows it down. Flair selling for Scott hard. Scott gets several holes, but Flair keeps getting to the ropes. Scott gets a Steiner line, and Flair again crawls outside. Scott suplexes him back in. Flair gets an atomic drop in, then a second one. Flair tosses Scott out, he lands on his feet and gets a sunset flip on Flair coming back in. A sunset flip on Flair coming back in should be a sobriety test in most states. 
Flair goes to pin Scott with his feet on the ropes and Rick Steiner pushes them off. Scott gets Flair in the figure four. Flair gets out and goes to crossbody Scott and the spot was for them to both go over. But Scott mistimes it, so he just pushes himself over the top. That is an awkward spot right there. Flair breaks the count and goes to work on Scott's leg. Flair gets the figure four on, but is using the ropes. Scott reverses it, but Flair gets out of it. Scott hits a neck breaker. Flair tossed outside. Scott hits a Steiner line on the outside. Back in, Flair goes for a figure four, but Scott rolls him up for a two count. Scott gets a sleeper on Flair. Steiner line drives Flair over the ropes. Back in, Flair keeps trying to pin Scott. Several two counts. Scott bridges up and suplexes Flair, who rolls out. Rick Steiner puts him back in. And then a Steiner line. Flair gets caught coming off the top rope, belly to belly, but the pin comes after the bell has rang. This was a really intense match. Very good outing by both men. Time is running out. So JR and Dusty quickly say goodnight before signing off from Gainesville. You can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I am at the Joey Harris. If you like the show, please leave a review in iTunes or Apple Podcasts. I would really appreciate it. And if you do, take a screenshot of it and email it to me at cupofjoewrestlingshow at gmail.com and I will mention you or your wrestling podcast, or your Twitter, or anything that you want in a future podcast. Thank you for joining me this week. This is Joey, saying so long from Stately, Maine Manor. The Cup of Joe Wrestling Show is a production of Baby Kangaroo Media. 